This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, is real life feeding social media or is social media feeding real life? We get into Afropunk, safe spaces and accountability, back to school misogynoir, and at the very end before the credits, we get into Chicken Sandwich Gate. You know we had to. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. I'm just trying to juice myself up because we've had a wild weekend. It's yeah. fucking late at night. It's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride, yo. How are you doing, Jay? I'm doing good. My whole entire body hurts from the weekend. <laughs> like, all of it. Muscles that I never knew that I had. Mm. From even back when I used to work out and, like, a weekend would pass and I'd be like, yo, muscles I never knew I had hurt. Those muscles are also hurting on top of new muscles, muscles that you want to never wear. ever knew I had. <laughs> oh my goodness! How are you? I'm good. I'm just a little crampy. Today okay. is the first day of my menstruation. All right, but I'll be good. Okay, I'll be fine. That's what's up. I'm glad that you'll be fine, and I wish you healing and wellness in this season of bleeding yes all right thank you all right welcome, welcome to tea with queen and jay we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time i'm queen i'm jay and this is tea with queen and jay and right. yes. if you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, podcast. you can do so by using our hashtag hashtag t with qj use it all on all the social meds we love when you do that we retweet it we like it we love it um so do that also use the hashtag pod in so that lets other people know that you are listening to t with queen and jay that is correct. This is a spot of tea episode. We are a two person podcast team and yes. show. We have a little bit of assistance here and there from the homie intern. Sometimes we have some editorial production help. support. Thank you. We don't like intern. We don't like that term. You correct. Yes. Our production support homie assists us. Um, but other than that, it is us. You and I. I'm not going to say that. Forget it. I was saying it in the tune of Michael Jackson. Let's move uh, on. Anyway, yeah. so we do spot of teas so that they are less segmented. We have to do less editing. We can get in, get out. It helps us do an episode every week. So this is a spot of tea episode queen can you tell the people what libations are yes libations are where we pour some for the homies the people places and things that give us black ass joy the ancestors i know one listener was saying how every time i say pour some for the homies they sing the song this is for my homies so we, right. did, it, we did it for you so yes that is libations black joy all right jay yo do you have any libations Yes, I do have libations. Okay. So we were at Afropunk this weekend Ayo. and we had the bomb fucking time. It was time. good. It was like the old days. It really was. It was good. It was like a good time. It wasn't super crowded. We'll talk more about it later, yeah. but we had a fucking blast. But I wanted to give libations to everybody who we saw at Afropunk, to everybody who came up to us and said hello, who gave us a hug, yep. who said kind words, who just waved to us in passing, yes. like, hey, girl. Um, I appreciate that. I think people know I'm scared of people. <laughs> so they were just like, hey, queen. <laughs> and I was like, hey. 
Yeah, yo, all of that shit was really appreciated. To people who stopped and like told us awesome things about ourselves, mm-hmm. that was super dope. Yeah. It was just really like really really cool. So to everybody who recognizes us from doing this podcast or just from being in the streets or from Grapevine, thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. And that is a part of like what made Afropunk so special for us. Like it's special every year. We go every year. But like increasing numbers of people coming to us and saying, hey, I fuck with you. Hey, I like what you do. Mm -hmm. And this year, I think we've had people visiting from around the world come and say what's up. But this year, I think is the most that we've had black folks from like internationally being yeah. like hey you team yeah. queen and jay like what's up yeah it was, it was like, two wow. girls like we're from scandinavia yes like, i love your show yeah you it was really cool so yeah. I'm, I'm thankful for that yeah. so libations to all of you also ran into justin from three-fifths podcast um i guess justin network the giant of, justin the giant he's a fucking giant he's a fucking giant and that is particularly helpful and useful when you are in an insane mosh pit <laughs> and then a huge giant comes up to you and he's like jay and you're like oh my god hello it's a blessing especially when you are not fit enough to endure the mosh pit from start to finish and you gotta go in mosh you give it a nice like one minute mosh and then rest one minute mosh and then rest it's nice to have a huge giant there who cares about if you live or die in the mosh pit yo so that was nice there was several times where i was just like behind justin you know like not trying to be attacked and to the asshole who wore his hard bottom church shoes uh in the mosh pit Yo, you got her you, you, really you got, got me you owe me a pedicure yeah. i expect my feet to get filthy i expected that i expect to but, get like stepped on like that's what happens yes. right but everybody keeps moving this motherfucker was there i personally i feel like he was there with the intention of hurting people and i know that people there are people who mosh with that intention to hurt people but really it should be about yourself and getting like your own energy and rage out don't involve me in that don't involve me in that there's dead ass like a black stain yes. in your toenail polish. And I cannot, I could, I, I saved up for that pedicure. That was my Afropunk <laughs> pedicure. I don't got no job. <laughs> I can't get that fixed. And I'm not oh doing it myself. God. That's it, yo. That's oh about to be God. that one ragamuffin toe that's going to look dirty even though it's clean. Because this motherfucker oh, decides to, to wear his church shoes in the mosh, yo. What's Why? It, it was because he wasn't black and that he was, was there the in Sunday. his church shoes. Yeah, that was the so. Sunday. He was at church. I will never forget you, bro. He was at church. Ever. It's on site for you. Anywhere else I see you. Anyway, so yeah, so libations to Justin. Libations, like I said, we ran into a lot of listeners. Libations to um, Quelly, who was there in town visiting. I recognized him from his social media, Abby. So. You are good at that. I am not. I spend a lot of time on social media. I do too. Yeah. I'm not remembering <laughs> that stuff. Not. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember a lot of you actually, but I can't name everybody. But I did want to give him a shout out. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So thanks to everybody that we saw at Afropunk Queen. What you got over there? So I want to give libations to two hoes. Hoes. Um, yes, two hoes mm-hmm. from the podcast and Hope Rising. So I want to give first. I want to give a libation to Akua. So I had a thrift swap at my house and Akua came and she came with bags and bags and bags of hair. Yes. Right? Like it's still mad bags in my house. I'm not going to use all of them obviously. But 
I took some hair to do my Afropunk hair because at the end, I was going to like wear a wig that I made. And I was like, I don't want to do that. That's not the hair I want to wear yet. Mm-hmm. So I did my hair the day of Afropunk in the morning. Yes. Mad quick with the leftover hair that Akua brought to my house mm-hmm. from the swap. So thank you for that, Akua. Yes. Libations to you. And it looks like so Afropunk much more hair. hair than I imagined. I mean, I saw what you had there at the swap. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this looks like a full head of like intentioned hair that you went and got for yourself, yo. Nope. That's what's up, man. Three ninety nine. That hair, is dude. what's up, yo. You have to buy nothing. I love that. Great. I love that. Well, let me piggyback on your libation. All right, cool. I want to actually give a libation to you and your thrift swap, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I love wearing people's old clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a thrifter, so I don't really, I don't really want to be sifting through strangers' old clothes. That's just not my bag. It depends. Just different levels of thrifting. I think I you picture it. yourself at Goodwill on a floor no, and I, a, looking at clothes that are I in a box. I don't. And the dirt falling out of it. I just There's mad different levels of thrifting. I've explored a few different levels, and a lot of those levels are not for me. And I, um, so anyway, I like that you created a space where <laughs> people who I know, actually, I, so I got a pair of shoes from the swap uh-huh. and I was showing them to my partner and he was like, cause his mind also can't get wrapped. A lot of people can't wrap their head around thrifting and wearing used garments, mm-hmm. right? But you do all the time. Cause you, you do. Go ahead. Say it. What? When you, I've worked in retail. You're not wearing something that somebody never hasn't had on had your body, on body before. before. Right. You're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Nobody no, that's, is. That's a fact. That's like, a come fact. on. Yeah. But a lot of people can't wrap their head wearing around, wearing something that was pre-owned. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's like, so how do you do that? Like when you buy, he's like, you know, I'll think about buying sneakers that are, you know, pre-owned or whatever, but my mind can't like wrap my head around it or whatever. I'm like, I get that. I get what you're saying. It is like best, better for the earth to like be sustainable and shit it's like that. It's actually way better. It feels better. It's helpful. And there was a time when I couldn't do it at all. But I, I, it's something I appreciate. I see the value in. And honestly, I like my own clothes when they're worn in. So like if Same, I something that my yeah. homegirl had, I'm like, oh, this is actually, I, I like this. It's, it doesn't have a hole in it. It doesn't look a mess. It's not filthy. It's just, it doesn't fit them anymore or they're over it or whatever the case may be. But what's special about your thrift swap is that I have Tara shoes. I know Tara. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm not, I was like, these are my homegirl Tara shoes that you don't want no more. So I'm wearing Tara shoes. And it's like, so funny because Tara didn't come to the swap, but when she gave me shit, I was right. like, these are Janice's yeah, shoes. Yeah, I'm going to take these they shoes. They wear the same feet. Right, they have yeah. the same feet. That's it. One of my feet is bigger than the other. I mean, I know that's common, but like one of them it is, is a different size. One of mine is like a little wider than the other. So I always have to like, yeah. Make sure whatever she's right. going to accommodate no. that. Mine is longer. <laughs> Mine is a different size. I'm like, wow. So anyway, one of the shoes fits and the other one, my toes just going to hang out. I don't care. I'm big. I'm tall. My feet are long. Say What's something. She just punch her in the face. Right. <laughs> that's that's basically it. But yeah, so libations <laughs> to you doing that. And I think that that's something that like it would be cool if a lot more people did. Like just have some shit at your house. Tell I people. I think it's especially amongst friends. Like if you're at a yes. space where you're not... Where I'm at, where I can just mm-hmm. like, whatever, because I don't know why people don't realize you have washing machines, you wash the shit. But anyway, okay, if you do it with people that you know and mm-hmm. you see and you know their cleanliness and you know mm-hmm. their whatever, it makes it a lot easier right. for you to like do it. And you always see shit on your friends that you're like, that's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, yeah, and it'd be stuff like, oh, I would never buy this for myself, but this is actually cute. Like, yeah. I actually like this. I'm going to wear this or whatever. So, yeah, I like that. If you can house a thrift at your house, have a thrift swap at your house. Yeah. Tell your friends not to bring no garbage. Yeah, I'll be clear on that. Yeah, don't bring your garbage. Just bring stuff that doesn't fit. Maybe something has... I did take a few things that has, oh, this is a little tiny stain here. This is, this is something I would still wear if it was mine. It's mm-hmm. not like a big deal, but... It's like better for the planet, yo. It's way don't need to make more shit. Better for the planet. Okay. That's no. the main thing though. Mm-hmm. It's like way better for the planet. And it's like how much clothes do you actually, actually, actually need? Mm-hmm. How much stuff do you actually, right. actually need? You know? So yeah, I love it. Right. All right. Well, thank you and thank you, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm going to jump into my second libation, which yes, is for please. another hoe of the Ow. inner hoe uprising. All right. So I want to give, I want to pour libations to Rob of the inner hoe uprising. Ow. So they were at the Bad Bitch Affirmation workshop that I did, which was actually really good. Actually, libations to everybody who came out to that workshop. Yes. It was really good. I was actually I nervous, but it really went well. Aww, so thank you all for coming. You were coming. actually nervous? I couldn't tell. Yeah. I know I'm good at like hiding it. It was good. But, yes. Yeah. But no, it was really, really good. And I asked Rob, I was like, hey, Rob, um, I don't want to give you labor, but could you just give me some feedback? Let me know if I was being cis trash. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's easy to be cis trash. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rob is an agent of person. And I just wanted to make sure like a lot of the language and stuff, because we were talking about bodies. Mm. I didn't want to make sure that I wasn't like being cis trash. Right. And it gave me feedback and it was good. And I really, and they circled back and gave me feedback. It wasn't That's like dope. the same day. Yeah. So, like, yeah. so thanks so much, Rob. I really appreciate that. And that was really, really helpful. That's awesome, yo. Some libations, Rob. I love that. I had a great time. You did an amazing job. Thank y'all. And, and I learned stuff. Somebody actually asked me a question days later about something totally unrelated. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you know, actually, when I was at the affirmations workshop, <laughs> Bada bada bing and boo boo boo. So, yeah, that was cool. what's up. Yo, thanks for creating that space. It's fucking dope. Yes, yes, yes. Jay, you have any more libations? I want to give libations to everybody who listened to our Dear Black People, a Dear White People review of the series. Dear White, Dear people. white people. Thanks to everybody who listened to that. We reviewed uh, volume three or season three last week on a podcast. We actually dropped two episodes. episodes we split it in half. You're welcome. You're welcome. We did it by character. So definitely check those out. If, if you haven't watched this that season yet, you can listen to it. If you have no intentions of watching it, you can follow along. Like it's still clear. The content is still there. That's fine. You'll be able to follow along. If you do want to watch it, we do spoil the whole thing or whatever. All so go it. ahead and watch it and then listen to the review. Like it's evergreen content. So you can listen anytime. Yep. Also, there were a few people who hit us up. They're like, I haven't watched the um, series at all, but I've been intending to watch it. So if you haven't watched the series at all, we review, we started our review series at season two or volume two yeah so what you can do you actually don't for volume two you don't have to watch the whole season before you listen to our reviews you can watch two episodes and then we review it by every two Two episodes yeah and we don't spoil anything that happens ahead so you can kind of do that as a partner piece as you are watching it so Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like this thing that you're like trying to get through before getting to hear our feedback and stuff Mm -hmm. so you can do that and then go on ahead and get to season three I'm going to put the link to the whole um, that whole podcast playlist, that whole series of reviews 
in the show notes and you can continue to send us your feedback yo let us know what you thought of the series and what you thought of our review Review. yes our last libation is to tease by g on um instagram tease by g they sent us a bunch of cbd infused tea girl and other stuffs and we are ready to chill the fuck out the only reason we're not drinking it right now is because if we're too chill we'll stop recording and we'll just like go chill but they sent us a bunch of awesome cbd infused tea and you know how people sent you stuff and it's just like a sample like here yeah have a piece of here's a drop of here's half a sandwich have half of this sandwich and you know which is great if you want to send me half a sandwich there's a little packet of hair cream that's not gonna fit that's not gonna fit my whole 4c head like that type of stuff so yeah so like they actually sent us like a dope amount of stuff that we can't like i'm like about to be good that i can't wait to use so super excited you can check out their website tease by g that's t-e-a-s-b-y-g.com and shop their tea and other products yeah so you may drink it soon we just don't know how we gonna be yet we are the only reason i'm not drinking it as soon as we get off of this is because i have like a job tomorrow oh you do yeah queen yeah girl can you tell folks how and why to donate to tea with queen and j podcast donate to tea with queen and j to help progress this podcast, sustain this podcast, and keep the lights on for this motherfucking podcast. Okay? How you donate to TV Queen and J is by going to our website, tvqueenandj.com. You scroll down on that homepage, and there's where we have two options. Two! The first option is our PayPal option, and that is where you can drop however much money, however much you want in the pot, however many times you want to in the pot. Mm -hmm. No commitment there. And Mm -hmm. our second option is our Patreon option, and that is where we're asking for $2 a month. $2. You can give more or less. That That's is right. up to you. But we are only asking for $2 a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Other ways to donate to Tea with Queen and Jay that aren't monetarily, because we some option given as bitches. That's right. Is by subscribing to this podcast. Wherever you listen to this podcast, whatever app you use to listen to access this podcast, subscribe. So we just pop up in the feed and we're just in your ear every week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rate. Review. Share this podcast. Tag us in those posts. Tell a friend. Use the hashtag on social media. Um, use us in your Instagram. Share us in your Instagram story. Share us in your Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I guess people use that. Share us on Facebook. All the places where you know people can like access us and you share it with other people. Those are ways that you could donate to Tea with Queen and Jade that are not yep. monetarily. Yeah. And we appreciate that. That's right. There's more than two ways <laughs> i didn't remember if i said it earlier or not you did oh i did oh, two okay. times okay yeah, yeah. well now it's three which is two plus one okay if you want to sponsor it <laughs> <laughs> you're annoying if you would like to sponsor tea with queen and j podcast if you would like to advertise with us you can email us at tea with queen and j at gmail.com if you would like to hire us to speak at your school or organization do a live show or consult send us your team mail at tea with queen and j at gmail.com donation libation yes um so we got some new donations and i'm gonna start with the patrons our new patrons are Therm. Hey, Therm. I don't know if that's Therm from like like podcast Therm Therm or another Therm, but thank you, Therm. Oh, I don't know what Therm, but thanks, Therm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Allison, Ian, Soraya, Nancy, and Christian. 
Thank you all. Shout out to Christian. Christian is my coworker. Uh, and uh, uh, he probably doing this right now because we be doing this at work. Together. Thanks, Christian. We appreciate you. Also, some PayPal donations. Yes. Um, we received a donation from Nina, and Nina says, "Listening helps me to try. Listening helps me try to overcome decades of brainwash by my white supremacist, patriarchal, capitalistic, heteronormative Christian family. Every time I see someone coming at just one branch of." WSPC, it reminds me of your podcast. Thank you for the education. Love to you both. Thanks, Nina. Thanks, Nina. And then we also got a donation from Kurt. And Kurt says, thanks again. You're welcome again. And we say, you're welcome again. That's right, Kurt. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. And thanks to everybody who donated. Our funds go to supporting this podcast, podcast, getting us equipment when we need it helping us travel to events and shit that we have to go to. It's important that we get places and don't go broke in the process of doing that. And Um, for paying us for the labor that we do. Paying us for the the labor that we do. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's all I really need to know. Yeah, that's true. That's all you need to know. I'm giving giving extra information, you know. Um, Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Events coming up. Yes. The only event that we have on the list this week is Sex Trivia. Our homies over at Interho Uprising do Sex Trivia on the first Sunday of every month. First day of the month. Did I say Sunday? Like the old heads? Look, you be from different. You said a process one time. <sighs> now you're saying radical. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Next week you're going to be like Aura. Are you doing all the, the, old, the old black people shit you just doing. The old black people from each part, each corner of the diaspora. Oh my gosh. All right. Anyway, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. If you are in New York for Labor Day weekend, they are doing sex trivia in BK. It is going to be super West Indian turned up yeah. due to Caribbean Day Parade shenanigans. That's the season in New York. That's how it goes down. Do you like trivia drinks? Talking about sex, fun, and winning free stuff. Come, spelled C-U-M, on down to Interho Uprising's sex come trivia. You know, you know how they do it. That's what come does. All righty. Come. Down. When we're done with that. Comes on down. When we're done. Come on down to Interho Uprising's Sex Trivia Sundays, sponsored by Babeland at Love Story Bar in Brooklyn every first Sunday of the month. Their next edition is going to be on Sunday, September 1st at 5 p.m., and they always have a sex specialist in the building for actual figgity facts link will be in our show notes so that you can rsvp it is a free fun good time we are going to be upstate um in syracuse that weekend so we're going to miss it but please be sure to go and check them out also where do you find a free event for labor day weekend that part yo. where where nowhere that so part. go there You're right, got yo. a free event to go to for labor day free. weekend free free and hopefully you don't have to work the next day you might but if you do, just go and get your laps on. Go and have a good time. Commune, fellowship, have a drink, drink, some drink or drink water, whatever is your thing. And, and, um, and take yourself home. Yeah. yeah. It starts early enough that you can still go home. True that, true that, true that, true mm-hmm. that. We're taking a break for Labor Day week. We will be back the following week. For Labor Day week, we'll be in Syracuse um, for Queer Walk, the podcast. We're not, no, no, we're not. We're going to be at Pasa Pasa. Stacey up in a tree. Oh, Johnny is here. Oh, <laughs> no, we're not gonna pasta pasta. Oh, not this year. <laughs> not this Do year. they still do pasta pasta? I don't know. I don't know what goes on, yo. I'll just be in my house. <laughs> I'll just be in my house, yo. Gotta, gotta ask someone. Yeah. Probably not.
Yes. So we'll be in Syracuse for Queer Walk the Podcast Upstate Retreat. Listen to Queer Walk the Podcast just because those are our homies. They're part of the Bad Bitch Brigade. Okay. Black Baddie, Booked and Blessed. They're part of the crew. So be sure you're listening to Queer Walk the Podcast. But yeah, we'll be hanging up there. We'll be hanging out up there. And we're looking forward to Forward Lord. We're looking, Look at, we're looking look forward. forward. No, we're looking forward. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. We're looking forward to a restorative good time. I can't, I can't wait for the fresh air. Yes, air. All right. What kind of tea are you drinking? I'm drinking chai tea. What kind of tea are you drinking? I am drinking jasmine green. Okay. And it's delish. Okay. And we're drinking hot tea because we're not sweating in my apartment. Because the weather... Oh my gosh. It's so much like what Queen likes. <gasps> sweater weather. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite sweater weather, but I it enjoy it. It is not sweater weather. I enjoy sweater weather. But it's not weather. sweltering weather either. But it's still summer. Don't get it twisted. It is still summer time for that ass. All right. Okay. What are your pronouns? She and her. What are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And what are you affirming for yourself this week? I affirm that I'm a bad bitch. I affirm that I'm enough. I affirm that I will be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma. Mm -hmm. I also affirm that I am well-rested. My hair and fashions are popping. My body and mind is healthy and that I will always and forever stunt on these motherfucking hoes. Okay. That's what I affirm. I like that. What are you affirming for yourself, Jay? I affirm, as always, that I am not a lady. I affirm that I am enough. My apartment is paid for. My way, I got to clap when I say that. All right. My apartment is paid for. My rent is paid. I'm wealthy. (laughs) I'm self-employed. My finances are abundant. I'm paid. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. All right, I'll stop clapping. I have everything I need to maintain my current way of life and to continue to flourish. I do not undersell myself or underquote my rate. I am healthy. Niggas. (laughs) Those are my affirmations. Okay. All right. So like we said, we went to Afropunk this weekend and we had the time of our fucking lives. Okay. And uh, I wanted to talk about it a little bit. We actually do. We talk about Afropunk every, every year. Yeah. Every year that we go, we do a, a quick like roundup of our experience yep. because it's such a good like black ass good time for us. Um, but some things that I wanted to talk about this year, because this was a year that we decided to go um, in light of a lot of like negative things that went down last yeah. year and mm-hmm. like some really like violent experiences that yep. people had there. And we've talked about those. We've talked about that on the show. We've called it out on the show. We've critiqued it on the show. Um, we have we've dis- used that energy on the show. We've <laughs> used that same energy on the show. <laughs> we have talked to people about it publicly and privately. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was our choice to go ahead and go this year and have a black ass good time. And we had a black ass good time. But also, I think that. For a lot of people, for a lot of people who have not been to Afropunk mm-hmm. or have maybe been very rarely or I don't know, I feel like there are people who critique the space without, critique it from what they see. Like Afropunk is notoriously 
Instagrammable. It's it photographs yeah. well. Mm-hmm. It is an Instagram moment. Yeah. Right. Regardless of how pure or not pure the intention of the event is, it is an Instagram moment. And I think that there are times because people are making Instagram moments and are living and enjoying that image that really like scrolls across your timeline for that second or mm-hmm. however many times you look back at it or whatever, but that's still image. I think that there's an assumption that niggas is not there having the time of their fucking lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That this is about FOMO or it's about like just being where people are because this is the cool place to be yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And this part, I'm not saying that there's nobody there who's like going there for that, but there are also like thousands of black people there having a good black ass time because they're together because yeah. they're hugging each other because they're strangers and and this is our first this is not no this is one of i would say maybe since we started the podcast people have been hey t queen and jay da, 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 da. but before we did the podcast when we were just there strangers would still be like hey girl how are you you look great yep. what's mm-hmm. up just it's a it's a it's an energy that I have not felt anywhere else. And I know that there are other spaces where it's mad black people and people are saying hi to each other and stuff, but Afropunk is its own Afropunk energy, as I'm sure Essence Fest is its own energy. And I don't get that Afropunk energy anywhere else. And so it's just an important and valuable space. And it's not, even though it is also an Instagram moment, it is not just an Instagram moment. Right. I feel like even if there are people who go there because it's a place to be, that's fine too. Like, mm-hmm. what is wrong with that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is wrong with being in a place to be? Right. It's not wrong with that shit. Right. You know? So, like, that's that thing. And then the other critique of, I guess, people who critique Afropunk at this point mm-hmm. is, like, a lot, I notice that a lot of those people come from places of privilege where they're able to, like, go to work and look however they want to look. Where they're mm-hmm. able to, like be surrounded by black people where they're Mm -hmm. able to like kind of the things that Afropunk exhibits in that festival, they're able to do that in their daily life because maybe they're creative or maybe they're in a, they work in a place where I work in a place where I could change my hair every fucking month, but no one says a damn thing and notices anything. They just like, Hey, you you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I'm at, I work at a place where everyone knows I do this podcast and they know what the fuck I talk about. And it's not a thing. Everyone does not have that privilege. Exactly. The majority of us, the majority of black folks do mm-hmm. not have that privilege yes. to just fucking do that. So Afropunk is that one place, maybe that one time of the year, but they get to fucking do that. Mm-hmm. And then Monday they got to wear that fucking tight ass suit yes. again. Monday they have to go back to dressing like a fucking herb. and Wear this- their hair in ways that exactly. they don't want to wear and all of this shit. Like I have privilege in not having to live that. Mm-hmm. Because most of us don't live that way. Yeah. And, and. Within this space as black people, yeah, I guess there are white spaces where um, white folks get loose and get crazy. But those spaces also, they usually include... slave ships? (laughs) Right? Wherever they are. Slave castles? They do that shit wherever they they go, wherever they are. But there's a certain type of hippie white person that other white people look down on, right? Yeah. So burning I'm, man people. Yeah, shit those. Like that. Yeah, is, is a, there are white weirdos that do stuff that because they want to feel freer. Drinking rainwater. Whatever the fuck. Okay, black people are also not safe in those spaces at all. I'm not saying that there are not black people who go to those spaces and enjoy those spaces and feel safe. There are also black people who go to those spaces, enjoy those spaces, and then also don't feel safe yeah. or something is happening. They're trying to have a good time in spite of being harassed by some hippie ass looking white person who's supposed to be like 
cool, but they're fucking othering black people or doing other shit that liberal white folks like to I'm do or whatever the fuck. Hair. Or still touching your hair and shit like that, which... Oh, I'm so tired still, so tired. <laughs> it was a few people. It was like people at Afropunk, like non-black people who like, I felt like the ones who came up to me, they knew not to do it. But also I don't linger because I know like where this conversation mm-hmm. is going. It's like, oh, you're here. Thank you. I say thank you as I'm backing up because I'm having a good time. You know, let me take a work. Um, the white people at my job have sense yeah. for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I remember with something in my hair. And they were like, there's something in your hair. And I was like, can you get it? And they were like, so like, <gasps> their hand is shaking. Oh, shit. Do I? Do I do? I'm about to touch this black woman's hair. I'm like, no. Is it consensual? Is it not? Did I use my white power over them? Have I tricked her into get, allowing me to touch her that. hair? They That's were doing funny. all of that. And I was like, no, no, for real. Could you please get, get this out, out of my, my hair? hair? That's hilarious. So I People don't it. have that privilege. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you kind of fucking dodge people all the time. Yeah. Man. So Afropunk does provide a certain type of safety to certain people that i think is valuable there was a season where i decided i was gonna wear glitter on my face every day yeah i remember that it was because i could do that it didn't like my job was fine with it yeah i didn't have to i don't have to wait for afropunk to be whatever kind of quote-unquote weirdo i want to be because that's just the life that i'm living um I should get a job, but <laughs> but were, I've been. You were I, I was wearing that when I had a job. job, right? I was it doing was that Tuesday, shit. You can't help yeah. but work, and I was yeah. like, "You're yeah, absolutely correct." What are you talking about? You're absolutely right. But the right, but my point is, there's people. Just how you said, there's people there. We were sitting there looking around at everybody, like in there, like whatever their costume for the day was. Mm-hmm. Half of those people are gonna go back on Monday to their regular job where they have to cover all their body parts, where they have to cover up whatever tattoo was exposed. Yeah. Where they have to take out their piercings, where they have to put their hair in some sort of fucking racist bun or some shit that their hair is not supposed to go into or whatever the fuck. So that that type of space is important. And I think that it is possible because there's also been a conversation about safe space going on i know it was it was happening kind of on social and then i experienced it at the festival and yeah. i was like okay this is like a thing we're really like doing this and i think it is possible for a space to be safe for thousands of people and not be safe for hundreds of people, people. yeah like totally that can happen also so mm-hmm. there are places and spaces for me that i know this what y'all are doing in this corner, this is not a safe space for me. Yeah. I'm going to opt out of this right mm-hmm. here. That doesn't mean that like... The whole thing is... The whole thing is a wash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm, I'm not applying that per se to like... If it's people who think Afropunk is a wash, that's okay. Like I don't think that that's like a problem for you to feel that way or whatever. Like, but I also want to acknowledge that you can have a space that is a safe space for thousands of people and also be a violent space for other people. Yes. You know, and I think that it's up to, I think that we have to gauge and decide, okay, what is something that I can, like, what am I willing to negotiate? What is something that yeah. I can live with? What there are things what are for me? Breakers. What are deal breakers? Yeah. Yes. There are things for me like, okay, this, there's no coming back from this. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no conversation that I can go and have with somebody to make sure whatever happened doesn't happen again, again. That will make what happened like resolve or absolve whatever right, happened. Right. Yes. Or be yes. restitution. Right. Or or, or make it worth the learning experience or whatever the fuck. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's it's really up to you to figure out, okay, what are my deal breakers and are my deal breakers what they should be and like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We should be constantly thinking and learning and communicating with each other and shit like that. But 
Um, I think that safe spaces are generally like aspirational and at their best, you actually achieve a space where as many people as possible feel safe Mm -hmm. or all people feel safe or whatever. The ideal is for everyone to feel safe and something that calls itself a safe space should constantly be challenging itself and be constantly open for people to say, yo, you feel, you fell short here. How do we make sure that this doesn't happen this again. This doesn't happen again. And changes. we bring it back to yeah. safety. Because mm-hmm. I am a person too and I need to feel safe too. Yep. So like to me, that's what a safe space is. Yes, you're going to fall short of that. You're going to fall short of it because we live under white supremacist patriarchal capitalism and it shows up at the illest at the, time. You'd be like, yo, yo, I thought I was over this. Yeah. I thought I was healed from this fucking illness. And then here you and are. And here's white supremacy How again. How did yeah. you get Yes, yes. Just like that, though. I personally, I'm going to use this example. I struggle with a space that is safe for me and that I know that there are people within that space who don't view the space the way that I view it. And they they present ideas and they present conversation and they present situations that make me feel unsafe. Yeah. And for me, because I value this space, because my goal is to not only participate and experience and benefit from having a safe space, but also to help maintain and create a safe space. For me, the challenge is, okay, this person I feel like is jeopardizing my safety. How do I call them in or call them out for what's happening right now? And how do I check whatever allowed this energy to find its way in the space? Mm -hmm. How do I reconcile that? How do I check that? How did that get here? Whatever. Instead of I feel like the challenge is to acknowledge that niggas grew up under white supremacist patriarchal capitalism. And even though you tried to create a safe space, everybody is not going to buy into it, believe in it, adhere uh, to it the way that you do. Yeah. It's a growing learning space. And it's an evolving space. You Sometimes, even if you have grown and evolved, you can still default to old shit. Yes. Like we live under this oppressive system mm-hmm. and it's not hard mm-hmm. to fucking default to... Yes. To shit that you've been taught since you fucking came out the womb. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no one is perfect. We're all right. learning. We're all unlearning this shit, actively unlearning this shit. And I think mm-hmm. that we need to, like, give each other more credit when it comes to, like, unlearning old behaviors or right. un- or realizing that even while you're trying to dismantle the system, there's still going to be some systematic things that peek through. Mm-hmm. It's It's really hard to avoid that. You know, like like we said on the other episode, like how ethical can a marginalized person be? Right. How you know, like it's mm-hmm. it's extremely hard. Mm-hmm. We would literally have to move to Mars or yeah. some shit. Yeah. It's not enough oxygen. But something would have to happen. I feel you. You know? I feel you. So yeah, I think it's important that we continue to challenge challenge each other and shit. But I really did want to bring up as I was there enjoying the shit that I actually enjoy about Afropunk. Like I'm this is not a season of um it is a season of abundance, but it's this was not. It's always a season, season of, of abundance. That's the name of our house. If you <laughs> a season <laughs> of abundance, abundance? Yes. yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but this was not the Afropunk that I had money to like buy shit that I like. Mm-hmm. If anybody has a horror T-shirt um, size large, <laughs> you can send it my way. They were thirty dollars that I could actually put towards my rent, so I didn't buy a horror um, takeaway T-shirt, but. That was my favorite band of the whole weekend. So they, wanna... actually, they were really fucking good. Oh my god! I never heard of them. But I was like, who the fuck is that? They were so good. And they're good performers. I watched their stories later. I was like, that 
looks dangerous. <laughs> that was the pit that me and Justin were in. From the outside, it looked so much more insane than it did on the inside. Oh, I, was far from I guess I it was like being in the eye of a tornado where it's like, oh, it's common. The there. worst mosh you ever had me in that I didn't really stay in. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't stay in either. It got too extreme. Is when yeah. Ice T was out Afropunk. I sustained an injury. I just I know that, that they were moshing and it was me, you, and Tara, I think. We mm-hmm. was trying to like yeah. press up against it. We couldn't be in it, but I could feel wind. It was a lot. They were making like a windstorm. It was dangerous. It was dangerous because we were in the front. Because of all of the shit. Yeah. We were in the front. That was and scary. It was a it was unsolicited crowd surfing. And it was too much happening. It was too much happening. Yeah, yeah. but no, nah, I got hurt that day and I still feel that. It's like a yeah, I, I was injured. Because somebody decided to throw their body on top of me. You yeah, know? Can't do the metal pit. Nose metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. Um, Horror t-shirt um, size. <laughs> uh, you know, size large. I take a medium. I squeeze into it. I'll cut it up. But a, a large would be best at this stage. Anyway, anyhow. Mm-hmm. My point is, we were there enjoying the shit that we enjoy about Afropunk. Being outside, being in the, in the space, enjoying each other's company. In an energy, in an environment that we get almost nowhere else. So um, I think that I wanted to bring it back to that because a lot of the people who were like, don't fuck with it, don't go, don't fuck with it, don't go. Uh, And I'm not talking about like niggas that worked at Afropunk and was like, hey, here are the fucking 20 points as to why this is going on. That's 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 not what I'm talking about. I am talking about, we stand by them. I am talking about, (laughs) we we stand by them, we fuck with them, whatever you need, we got you. But I'm talking about random niggas on social, talking about don't go, or I know you want to go and have your Instagram moment, but don't, like, it's not as basic as that. It's it's an experience. It's Mm. It's not as basic as I went and had an Instagram moment. And you know what? Maybe it's at that basic for you because mm-hmm. you lived in a privileged space where you mm-hmm. could, cre- could create that and have that moment mm-hmm. all the fucking time. Right. That's not the case for the thousands of people who go to Afropunk. Yeah. That's not the case. Like we, like when those women who were like, we're from Scandinavia and blah, 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 yes. blah, and we And there's nothing and black there's nothing and we black, never had and we anything never like get, this. And we never get to do any of yes. it. like, yo, y'all want to like dead ass just take this shit from yeah. people? Like yeah. for real, mm-hmm. y'all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you but know? it was it was like a lot of it was a lot of moments like that. It was like yo, like this is valuable. Mm-hmm. This is valuable. So how do we make sure that we're holding each other accountable, holding ourselves accountable, and making sure that spaces that claim to be something hold themselves accountable to being whatever that they say that they are. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So anyway, the point is we had a good time and that's the point. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we made lots of other valid points that have nothing to do with us personally, but (laughs) also we had a good time and please send me a hard (laughs) t-shirt. We did. We did. Yeah. There is what is it that I do want to call out? Oh my gosh! So me and Jay having our Black Ass Joy Day, mm-hmm. and um, we support Black business, so we yes, purchased we Nutcrackers. We definitely do. Okay, we bought our Nutcrackers, and then we ran into Vicky Villaness from the Shade Parade. Oh yeah, my homie, mm-hmm. yeah, and his partner Mitch, and we're taking a picture, and Mitch is like, "You guys, your juices are in the way." <laughs> 
like, bitch, like, do you mean my nutcracker? No one has ever referred to my nutcracker as, as a juice, juice okay? It is juice. a juice of sorts, um, but this is a nutcracker, special young man. Special juice. Special, special juice. juice. Yes, cracks the nuts. And cracks the nuts. Um, yeah, so we have our nutcrackers. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we support black business. We do. All kinds of black businesses. That's right. And we go into one of the VIP areas just because, I don't even know, just because, right? Why were we in there? Just really, it was just because. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in there. Yeah. <laughs> there was bathrooms over there, but we was in there actually just because. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just because we walk in, no one says anything to us when we walk in. Mm-hmm. Do you recall anyone say anything to Nobody you? Nobody said anything because I'm right. a good listener. You are. I'm not. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm asking you for nope, reference. Not okay. anything. Walk in, we check it out. Oh, okay, whatever. We get to the point where we're like, okay, time to go. Mm-hmm. So we're walking out. And as we walking out, um, there's a black when we came in there was two black women guards mm-hmm. when we were leaving out was a black male guard and that's those black women too and the black man is like y'all gotta throw those away y'all can't take those out something like that mm-hmm. I actually didn't hear him Jay he was like me. y'all can't take those out of here I was like I had this when I came in here like what yeah. what are you talking about I heard you say that and then that's when yeah. I was like what are you talking about I came in with this mm-hmm. and he's like well I told y'all I was like, I've never seen and you before in I my never, life, sir. Ever. And then I have like a thing. I don't know how old he was, but to me, I perceived him as an old black man. I mm-hmm. have like a, I don't like old black men. He looked like he was either a drinking 50 something or 75. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Black don't crack. Yeah, he looked like he used to sit on crates with plastic cups. And, Definitely. Right? Like, he looked like after his shift, he, that's what he went to do also. On the block, Which right? is no shame in that unless you had Afropunk yelling at young women. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm like, we came in with this. Like, fuck out of here. That's mm-hmm. the, that, I live with the notion of, that's my principle. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was already, which I forgot because I, I high and drunk so well. I was actually high and drunk <laughs> at that stage already because I had already ran into Cousin Marcus. Mm-hmm. And we had already done that, mm-hmm. so that's where I was. Yeah, so I'm like, fuck out of here! Like, mm-hmm. who are you talking to? And he's like, I told y'all when y'all first came in here. I'm like, we never saw you before. I'm like, I never saw you. What are you talking about? We never even saw you. You was not here you didn't when say we came anything in to us. Those were other black girls. And I'm like, and we like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like, and this is not something to be bought from the bar. So like, what are you talking Leave about? Leave me alone. So um, he keeps talking and I live in the principle of, that's my quasi principle. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Right? I believe in it. So I'm like, fuck out of here. So I just walk out like, who, 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 who are you to tell me right. where I can and can't go? Mm-hmm. So I'm walking and I think Jay, I thought you were still with me. <laughs> no, because then he said... This is this is why it matters that I was high and drunk because then he said, "Well, I guess now I'm gonna have to call the police." And, and I, in my head, I was like, "I've seen I've seen this play out before, and I'm having a good day." All so, I know is Jay stopped. I'm walking like mm-hmm. I just did. I was like, "I'm gonna just, I'm just my, drink my nutcracker I'm like right feeling here." Feeling like Timon and Puma when they was on a log, like a cool that is how you look. <laughs> look like that, <laughs> and you do be moving your head like that when you walk. I know. So I'm like. <laughs> Wait, where the fuck is my friend? Why are you be moving your head? I yo? don't know. What does it help you do? The nation of Islam taught me that. Oh, I you have do no move idea. Move your head back and forth <laughs> when you walk, yo. I do not be moving my head like that. It does not help you walk faster, but maybe it does propel you into the fuck know. out of here dimension. I feel like I learned it in the nation of Islam. Yes, okay. 
Turn around. You not there. I'm like, where the fuck is this? I was standing with the I old man. I turned back. She said with the old man. Drinking my mind juice. you, mind you, those are nutcrackers that we just brought. So the mm-hmm. shit, and it's the big nutcrackers. I look back. I'm like, is this bitch trying to finish oh a God. whole nutcracker? I'm going to just dress my weekend. I'm going to just stand here. So I walk back to her. I walk back. And I'm like, what are you doing? You said, he said he's going to the police. <laughs> I didn't know you was high though. If I knew you was high, would have I forgot. You was, I forgot because I was fine. You, I but you said it, man, relax. So now <laughs> I, it makes sense. Now it makes sense. You was like, he said he going to police, and then she go to like keep drinking, like she's gonna finish this whole fucking nutcracker. And we had the big joints, right? I was just trying to maintain my black joy, okay? So I was like, he's oh, not man. calling the police. He's not calling the police. Oh, and he was like, yes, I am. So I was like, you're oh, going to call the police on two black women on this, at this black-ass event? You're going to call the police? He said, that's right. That's right. I'm like, wow. I hope they kill all of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When they shoot me and her dead, you're next. I hope we all die. Okay, you think you safe because you wearing this bright yellow security <laughs> shirt? We all about to die. Like, okay, please. So then he like goes on his little um unit piece, I guess, to talk to mm-hmm. whoever. And that's I'm like, he ain't calling no police. Like, come on, let's go. And then Jay's like, okay, maybe <laughs> walk away. That's when I started doing the math. I was like, yeah, this, can, this seems ridiculous. He, can, he is security. What no, what walkie-talkie system is he on that connects to the NYPD too? You're absolutely right. But I was like, wait. He got it down 911 like my us. Hair, my hair is mad specific. I'm you did say that. I'm like, we bitch, we are an Afro punk. You know how many bitches got gray, oh white hair? It was a lot of bitches. You were doing so much hair. like, I'm recognizable. Oh <laughs> I was like, I get it. People be recognizing us. But we ain't Beyonce. I just didn't want no problems. I just really wanted to have it. And it was mad day. white hair bitches in It there. was. It was. Someone actually texted me like, yo, you should you should have trademarked that. I was like, I'm not a violent white person, yo. If, pe- if bitches can actually find white hair, which is a, a challenge, which is why I wear gray a lot. Mm-hmm. But if you can find <laughs> white hair, yo, live, yo, man. Live. Wear it. Thrive. Thrive. And then tell me where you found it. Because it is actually very hard to find. (laughs) Okay. Because community. Because community, yo. Just tell me where where you found it. it. Tell me where you got it. So I just wanted to call out that black man. Because why would you threaten to call the police? Yeah. That was whack. On some other black folks. Or something so minimal. Mm -hmm. That wasn't coming out your money. I will say, remember that year we were talking about yes, the, the security, security was, was just horrible. horrible. Like they were all bad. Horrible. It was just I don't know what the fuck. I've decided that, that they were all five percenters. <laughs> okay, they were like like it unnecessary, militant, and violent, and it reminded yeah. me of the nation of us. <laughs> yeah, but for the most part, everybody they were all really nice, and I had a good experience with security. No, security so was, it was actually worth, really yeah. Good. I think Besides it was worth that guy, mentioning. That they were all really nice. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So I was thankful for that as well. Yes. But except for that guy. Yeah, he was whack. You wanna take a break? Yeah, let's take a little break. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money. <laughs> Do you know what this year is? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like giving black this women year. your money. Yes. So give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh yes. Yes. We do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week. Sometimes week. twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yeah. TeamWithQueenAndJay.com Hit that donate tab mm-hmm. We have two options there so you Two Two You become a patron 
or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandjay.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black all the time right yes 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 so something else you want to talk about yes i do all right so it's back to school season mm-hmm. and i don't have children's thank allah right yes praise god but i'm noticing like on the social media and because of my job we do we are and you know we work with children so Mm -hmm. there is like back to school stuff a little bit a little carryover for my job or whatever but it makes me very i guess hyper aware of like noticing back to school shit Mm -hmm. shenanigans and Mm -hmm. stuff happening so i started noticing people on the socials you know people start posting their kids on the first day of school yes and the kids look beautiful Mm -hmm. i I love that part i'm here for it look at y'all kids yes me too um but i started seeing posts of people ridiculing mothers okay because everything's mother's fault like just blame everything on black yeah, mothers so i saw one post that someone um that i grew up with posted and it was about like what mothers should wear when they pick up their kids from school or drop them off wow school. so it was like no bonnets um i guess no leggings mm-hmm. slippers you know just like Kind of clothing that I would probably wear to go to the store, like or like mm-hmm. stuff where I would probably wear to go, like short distances. Yeah, um, running up the block. Yes, yes, it's, it's running up the block attire. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So people like, run up the block and drop their kids off all the time. That's it's what they right do. Up the block. It's mm-hmm. right up the block. What is the difference? Why does my presentation matter when it comes to me dropping my kid off from mm-hmm. school, picking them up? What does my presentation have to do with the? schooling that my child get right. what is my presentation what is what is the what does the mother's presentation have to do with any of that shit mm-hmm. like i don't get it right. i don't understand that and it's like just shut the fuck up shut the fuck up shut up god damn shut up yeah. if a mother isn't on her way to work at that moment like maybe i'm i'm a, i would assume that if you're dressed like that you're not going to work at that moment right mm-hmm. i don't i've never worked a job where i could wear a bonnet and my leggings and slippers i would like it I've yet to find that job, mm-hmm. right? So I would assume that they're not dropping off their kids and then going straight to work. If they're not, why do they have to look like they're like going to work? Mm-hmm. Why do they have to look like that? Because they're black. People work different shifts. People sometimes don't work. Mm-hmm. People like, why do they have to do all of that shit? They have to get black. all made up to like be like prove their humanity. Bajamore, all right, mm-hmm. and then like, go back home and clean the house or do whatever. Yeah. Black people are expected to present and perform in um, business casual at all times and to look pristine to prove and justify our existence and our humanity. And it's fucking whack, yo. It's whack. It's whack. It's washed. It, and like, l- leave these women alone. Yeah. This came up last school year. When there was a principal trying to enforce oh, yeah, I remember that rule that. Yeah, where they called the cops 
on a woman. Yeah. Yeah, She was like in a bonnet and um, a house dress or if it was leggings or some shit like that or whatever. But they called the cops on her Uh and then for a quote unquote having inappropriate attire and not leaving the school or whatever. And then like the next day they instituted all of these dress code rules for parents and shit like that. But it's whack. It's anti-black. And it's specific. You don't hear about these problems when it comes to white folks, not because they don't dress like they going up the block when they go to the store or anywhere. You yo. just assume they be that they're going human. to church like they going up the block, but you just assume they're human and they are running up the block real quick, yeah. and it's, it ain't no thing. Yeah. And white people are judged. What is clean and neat when looking at a white person is judged totally different, different when people cool, are yeah. looking at black mm-hmm. folks and when oftentimes also when black folks are looking at black yeah. folks. A lot, we, yeah. a lot, a of, lot us, of us. Yeah, we look at each other through the eyes of a hostile white society. Who's that nigga? On that neck. Look at how she's dressed walking look around like that. She's an embarrassment. That. With that Popeye's chicken sandwich in her hand. How dare she eating Popeye's wearing a bonnet. Was she going to try all the chicken sandwiches? Did she vote? Does she have a passport? Is she an LLC? I bet she was on a Jordan line the other day. The Jordan line, yo. They like to bring those up. You make no sense. (sighs) But yeah, like leave those women alone. Yeah, stop it. Mind your business. Mm -hmm. If it, talk to the parent. If it comes up to like neglect or like something with, like the the child hasn't even started school yet. Is the child wearing their bonnet <laughs> and their slippers to class? No, like, what right. the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. leave these mothers alone. Another thing that I noticed was um, people judging how kids look when they come to school. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about hairstyles. We're yep. talking about people like to say that mothers dress their sons like they would dress the man that left them. Have you ever seen that? Ooh, foolishness. Wow. So no, like, that is not my corner of the internet. Um, I think it was like a Facebook space. You know it was. So That's it was like, it yeah, so it was like a, a, you know, like a toddler, not a toddler, like a school age child mm-hmm. dressed like, I guess like an adult man would dress, but not okay. really. It was kids clothes. Right. <laughs> but like, I, you know jeans you know how New York guys wear jeans with all the lines and mm-hmm. shit you know like yeah. distressed jeans yeah. and like a polo shirt right. and children's clothes yes, yes. they're children's size clo- right. clothing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so really cool and things like that dress your kid like a kid and it's just like leave people mm-hmm. alone I don't get why people are so invested in parenting other people's children mm-hmm. when a lot of us are not actively parenting like we're living in a community yeah. anyway that is not how exactly. a lot of us are even fucking operating mm-hmm. but you want to fucking put your two cents into like what how other families are parenting their children and how they're bringing them up but we don't even like community like we yeah. don't raise children in communities in that way so like what the fuck I feel are like you talking about? when it comes to um black and brown folks like if you have dressed your kid like you care about their fashion on any level Mm -hmm. like if you have any sense of fashion and care about their fashion and like if you if your kid looks fresh it's like it's a problem it's It's a a, thing yeah because you're supposed to struggle all the fucking time it's always supposed to struggle yes 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 and that doesn't mean like when we were growing up we knew who the fresh kids were all Mm -hmm. the time like little tiny kids you would see them dressed up like okay that parent they care about yeah that was a fresh kid that's a little fresh kid right there it always existed i think with social media now everyone is commenting so now we're like downpiling where before it would just be like a few people in the neighborhood would see you and be like oh yeah that's the one who's always dressed like an adult that's the one who's always dressed fresh or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. 
Um, but now that we have social media and we're commenting in the thousands on stranger shit from across the country, it's just like the energy is totally different. But yeah. that was always there. Um, yeah. Because it's, there are different cultures within the diaspora that get more, that dress their kids more fresh, I think, than other kids. And da 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 da. It's all, we do all type of different shit mm-hmm. within the, under the umbrella of blackness. Yes. In different ways, expressing it in different ways, depending on what part of the globe we're from and what part of the fucking, what borough we're from and what neighborhood and all those Mm. things or whatever. And we judge those things that one another does, which is fucking whack. And we have this thing that, yeah, if you have any, any interest that is not building wealth or knowledge or going to get you a job or help you work better within white supremacist patriarchal capitalism capitalism. and fit and be a fucking drone or a fucking pod person. Like anything that doesn't get you the uh, end result of like being that bitch within white supremacy is a problem. So if you care about how your kid looks, if if you care about their fashion, if you care about a cool toy or something they might enjoy, if you want to have a fucking chicken sandwich debate, (laughs) any of those things, anything that fits outside of constant work and labor to quote unquote improve our our like standing or whatever and serve whiteness and serve whiteness it's a fucking yes or or win allegedly win this race this fictional race race of whiteness Mm -hmm. that like we're not gonna win man we're not not the problem it's not that's not not for us how is bill not our problem we didn't do this we didn't didn't make this problem so anyway yeah like Anything that's not in service is seen as a problem. Mm -hmm. So if you are giving a shit about your kids' fashions and and, and God forbid they care how they look and you also care, it's not, yeah. Yeah, it's it's fucking ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It makes me think of like my upbringing because like my parents are into fashion and into how they look. So we always look like fresh. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like... I think I was fortunate enough to like go to like smaller schools and shit like that. So mm-hmm. I didn't really, I guess, get a lot of the conversation. Right. Like it wasn't an overload of that conversation because mm-hmm. we went to like small schools and shit like that. But like as an adult, I'm just like, whose business is that? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. why does it matter? Mm-hmm. If, you know, like whose business is that? Right. Like, care about? Do you care about if I'm eating? Do you, like, why are you? Why are you upset? Because like. Mm-hmm. My parents want to buy us clothes yeah. that we asked for. You know, like, because mm-hmm. it wasn't like my parents it was based, like, we would ask for it. And if they had it, then it was like, oh, yeah, cool. It was mm-hmm. not like we weren't like kids who were like fucking shooting up schools yeah. and like doing all this crazy shit. So it was no like huge reason to be like, nah. You know, like, as far mm-hmm. as my how my parents saw it. Mm-hmm. So like, leave the fucking kids alone. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And then even when it was like, there were times where, um, also wore uniform too. My parents love the shit out of that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but even with that, people like to say uniforms eliminate that kind of shit. And it was like, no, I went to school with real uniforms and it, you could still like, people, kids still found ways, adults still find ways mm-hmm. to like, your shirt is dirty. Why you don't tuck in your shirt? Yeah. Your pants are too small. Your shoes need to be shined. Like it was mm-hmm. still ways that people would still with the clothing separate right. kids in that separate way. Separate and target and other. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's, we're here to fucking learn. Yeah. Like, 
Get your period. hand out my pocket. Yeah, yo. like, yeah. period. Kids are here to fucking learn. Mm-hmm. So, like, all of these ways that people try to police kids based on their clothing is fucking, like, ridiculous. And we know that they're just trying to train them for the workforce anyway. But it's like, leave them alone. Mm-hmm. With uniform, without uniform. In the latest fashions, not in the latest fashions. Like, leave the kids. They're kids. They don't mm-hmm. buy their own shit. They're not responsible for getting their own clothes. Yeah. So, stop fucking talking to them. Mm-hmm. Leave them out of that conversation. Mm-hmm. It's violent. Leave him alone. Stop it. Shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God, God damn. damn. Yeah. So there was that. And then I'm going to move the conversation a little further. All right. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Yes. Uh, another thing that I noticed, back to school means that um, most likely single moms mm-hmm. are telling their, the father of their children. It's been three months. If we about to go back to, to school, school, I don't know what you have to do. I don't know where you've been the last three months, exactly. but I need that child support. I, I need that money. Play with me one more time. Yes. We're about to raise these rates. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, probably a lot of that happening. Whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get your money. You know I'm for that child support. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed, I don't know if it's, I think it's because it's back to school. Mm-hmm. I've been noticing more men complaining about the shit that women buy yeah. with that money. So I saw this one post. I don't know the person. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on Twitter, and they were complaining about buying it. The the baby mother asked for money for sneakers, I believe, mm-hmm. and he just like went on this tirade about like I pay all this money in child support. She should have the money for the sneakers. Blah blah blah. blah. I don't understand how you don't understand how child support child support work still mm-hmm. like what the fuck they don't know what kids cost like they don't know what kids cost and they don't understand that they feel that since they're not with the woman anymore mm-hmm. that every every dime is only supposed to like just go directly to the child not mm-hmm. understanding that you're still supporting that you're still a family yeah. you're still supporting that shit yeah. what the fuck if y'all were still together you would be paying the bills and buying the sneakers mm-hmm. what the fuck is the difference now you created a family yeah. and regardless if that family is together or not you're taking care of those people. You're mm-hmm. not just taking care of that fucking kid. Because if the mother's fucked up, your kid is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Just pay the fucking money. Buy the fucking... Like, why are you complaining about sneakers? Yeah. Makes no sense. Like, your men are fucking dumb. And, like, we always... We, at least once a year, we have this child support conversation. Because mm-hmm. y'all are fucking busters. And I look forward to it. Every fucking year. You're garbage. Because y'all are busters. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's, your, it's your child. That's your family. I don't care if you're with that person or not. That's family. Mm-hmm. You have a child together. You that's want, family. You want your kid, you want your your, your little boy, I'm going to call it a boy because that's who men care about. You want your <laughs> little boy walking around looking fresh and his mom got holes in her sneaker? Huh? Or holes in their sneaker? That's like what, that's okay? That makes no sense. That's not going to have any impact on, on your little fresh kid. That's not going to make an impact on their life. You think they're not going to think about how their mom had holes in her in shoes? And, and, and like still like took care of him and stuff like what the fuck no. and it's, I don't I just don't understand how they don't understand that y'all are a family regardless of if y'all are together or mm-hmm. not y'all are a family she's doing what she got to what she got to do to support the family mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. her taking care of that child is supporting the family because mm-hmm. it's mad shit that you're not doing because you're probably being a weakened dad at the moment that she's fucking doing Cause she's taking care of the family, but I don't get how y'all don't fucking see it that way. Your fucking family is mm-hmm. not a bill. It's your fucking child. It's your not even just your child. It's your family. Yeah. Fucking dumb. Men don't believe in family if it's an inconvenience to them. They don't believe way. in family. 
Yeah. <laughs> they believe in being head of household. And that's it. Yeah. And that's the fucking problem. And in that case, since you you can't dictate all the things you want to dictate as the head of household in quotations, then you want to ridicule women and say that they're spending your money on all of this d- dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like, no, she's taking care of the family. Mm-hmm. I get on my nerves. They make me fucking sick. I hate your yeah. stinking guts, yo. I'm trapped in like a mental loop because I'm thinking about like family and like how we treat each other and like men relatives mm-hmm. and how violent they could be. I was listening to a podcast that I enjoy and one of the men told a story about his sister having sex, having a sexual experience with um, some other guy that he knew or whatever. And uh, she was underage within the relationship or whatever. So I guess it would have been perhaps a statutory situation. Yeah. I'm telling the story with a lot more care than this person told the story, but they told the story because in the end of it, they ended up beating up whoever the like um, the guy was, the guy was mm-hmm. or whatever, which, okay, fine. But you still told us all like your sister's business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which like that, that is not your story to tell, honestly. Like you could have said someone in my family or... Anything. No, it's all about being Cause head it's of all household. A, right, because it's, it's all about, about them, and it's yeah. all about what happened. Even the way that they described the sexual experience, it was like they fucked my sister, mm-hmm. which is has is so has no regard for like the way that sex takes place. Yeah, like okay, if he raped her, that's one thing, but that whole fucked my sister shit. That's like no, the two of them had sex. It's, yeah, you know what I'm saying. The mm-hmm. two of them have sex. If that's how we're looking at this in the context of this conversation yes. or whatever but i felt so it was violent because it wasn't it wasn't about because that's the thing right and and it's bringing me to mind of like family because this act happened in the spirit of like family i have to protect my family but in even in retelling the story because it sounded like this was something that happened when they were um teenagers maybe mm-hmm. or like early early 20s type age or whatever yeah. They were retelling the story with that same energy that they had when it happened when they were 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 23, however old they were. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we have to like revisit a lot of that language and a lot of those stories and not tell them with the same misogynoir that we told them with 20 years ago, 10 years ago. With that story, you're not protecting your sister. Right. At all. Right. Like now, so now she's reliving the, the violence. Yeah. And whoever knows that you have this podcast knows now that that happened. That's an experience that your sister yeah. had. So if they ever see your sister. Yeah. Like, come on. Maybe she's telling people that she didn't have sex till she was in her 20s. Like, what? What are you doing? And why is her sex a conversation in your space? Yeah. I didn't mean because it resulted in them. Yeah, I know that. I'm just saying yeah. that's something they need to consider. Like, yeah. it's not about that shouldn't have, you. That, sh- that that that. And if the necessity was in telling that story, that could have been told in so many different ways. You could just said you fucked with somebody who who had sex with an underage person, and left it at that. Yeah. And then we don't need to know all yeah. the other stuff. And now your sister is protected, but mm-hmm. you don't care about protecting her if you just yeah. It didn't, it was about you to, to was be about macho. You. And, and I didn't, I didn't intend on talking about that today, but we were talking about like. Like family and what does family mean to men? Who mm-hmm. counts as family? What does family mean? What's the importance? What's the value? How do we treat each other? How do we talk about each other? Yeah. You know, so it made me think about that. The whole thing made me really uncomfortable. It was like, all right, do I 
email them? Do mm. I? And I was like, why am I doing labor? So anyway, I'm talking about it here. But <laughs> um, yeah, that made me really uncomfortable. Hopefully one of them is listening today. Because I, I really, I was still like processing that whole thing. I just had to turn it off, honestly. Because it was a bit much. But anyway. Sounds like a lot. That's why I'm really listening to men podcasts. Yeah. I give a lot of leeway. I mean, not like a lot of leeway, guys. Come on. But um, yeah, like within reason. And I know people say things every now and then. I'm like, oh, that's awkward or whatever. But that hit me so hard that it was like, ooh. Ooh. All right. <laughs> yeah, it was like sitting right there. Again, I didn't intend on talking about that today. But mm-hmm. when you brought that up in like the conversation of family and how families do each other in the spirit of misogynoir, it just really like it mm-hmm. hit me hard. I'm gonna have to drink some juice after this. <laughs> or a nutcracker. <laughs> or a nutcracker, yo. Or a nutcracker. So happy back to school to the kids. <laughs> you fucking adults. Stop being fucking idiots. Stop it. Leave the children alone. Leave them alone. Leave the mothers. Leave them alone. alone yo. Now. Leave them alone. Okay? Leave them alone. Like the fuck. Go to school to get educated. All this mm-hmm. other stuff, I don't get how all this other stuff around it. Like, I do get how it happens yeah. because we hate black women. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the too. fuck? Mm-hmm. Shit. Oh. <sighs> Can't have nothing. Nothing. Fuck. All right. So I okay. think we did a show. We did do a show, yo. Yes, Thank you, everybody. Like we said before, we're going to take um next week off. And then we will be back with episode 220 on like what's that the seventh or the eighth or something i don't know whatever that time the next week another is. date <laughs> another date yo we'll be back but we'll be back on schedule we're only taking one one week one off. week off yes 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 that's right that's right that's right and don't forget you can visit teethcleanj.com to give us your money and donations because we need it thank you um okay so if you would like to you can follow <laughs> us on the social media we are on instagram and twitter at t with qj you can also follow us on tumblr and facebook to search for t with queen and j there hit up our website t with queen and j.com if you want to send us donations send us email at t with queen and j at gmail.com mm-hmm. what else do we do here hashtags yo black lives matter mm-hmm. say her name stop killing trans women maybe he doesn't hit you you okay, sis? Disability too white. Why I stayed. Black Panther so lit. You know I gotta wait till 2022 for Black Panther 2? March 6th. March something. May. 2022. May? Yeah. Could y'all just keep it everyone and Black History Month? Like, why are y'all doing this? Well, we decided May is Black History Month Part 2, but... Who decided that? Uh, We did. After... Is that Black History Month in Britain? What's theirs? October? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that I have to wait that long. But anyway. I feel like if I have to wait that long, don't tell me. Shut up. Tell right. me next year. Right. The fuck? Yeah. I hate those type of motherfuckers who be like, oh, I got to tell you something. You be like, what? Oh, I'm going to tell you later. Like, don't fucking. <laughs> that's that type of shit. I hate that shit. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, yo. Gosh. Annoying. Uh, all right. Anyway, <laughs> hashtag 4C forever. That's right. Hashtag T with QJ. That's right. And a whole uprising. Mm-hmm. Unpack PG. Yep. Bag ladies. Mm-hmm. Queer walk pod. Mm-hmm. Queer walk. Mm-hmm. Sexually liberated women. Yep. Mix fixing. Marsha's plate. Pod in. Mm-hmm. Pods in color. Mm-hmm. 
Hashtag love that chicken for Popeyes. <laughs> we we girl. love that. We still hate them commercials, but we do love that sandwich, yo. Yes, and do. we want y'all to um enjoy the banter surrounding that sandwich. I want to talk about the motherfucking sandwich. Y'all I'm gonna just fools. give it. I'm gonna give it two minutes. Okay, two y'all minutes about fools. the sandwich. Two minutes on the clock. Thank you. But there's this thing <laughs> that people feel like that conversation started on social media. Niggas was talking about the chicken sandwich before that. Jay, wasn't I in here with you a chicken sandwich? In, in here eating with a chicken, chicken sandwich, sandwich before, months before. Months before. Months before it hit the timeline. Okay. Black people who we know in real life were like, y'all try the, nigga, chicken, the new chicken, chicken sandwich? sandwich? Popeye's got a new chicken One sandwich. Da, 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 da. Like, <laughs> it's an actual part of our lives. I am not that person because I don't really fuck with meat or like i will eat it like if one of y'all made chicken i would definitely Mm -hmm. eat y'all's chicken but i'm not like on the chicken circuit like how y'all are on it i'm on it i don't eat beef i don't eat pork there's lots of things i don't eat yeah so if i eat fast food it's a chicken spot yeah that's how i that's how i have to Mm -hmm. eat so i ate that chicken sandwich months Mm -hmm. and not only did she eat the chicken sandwich but she talked about the chicken sandwich (laughs) because it's fun we're curious we like chicken and i liked hearing about it you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not on the chicken sandwich circuit, but I liked hearing about the chicken sandwich because I know my niggas like the chicken sandwich. Let's talk about And you're not the only person who I know who was talking about. Yo, you tried the chicken sandwich yet? What you think? Da, 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 da. So this was a real life, real time black ass conversation that we were having offline that we took to online. Line. Okay. So everything is not some manuf- manufactured, conjectured thing like there's still real things happening out here it's the same stuff we were saying about afropunk there's still real life real things happening that make their way to the internet want to know why because people make the internet that's how it works yeah okay it does but um you also voted in the last election and you're a registered voter right how do you manage both eating chicken sandwiches oh, and voting i know that buying that sandwich was easier than voting oh <sighs> but yet you still Did managed both. to do both yeah i don't know one would think that if you enjoyed eating and debating chicken sandwiches that you must not be a registered you know, voter some motherfucker compared it to unemployment lines <laughs> I saw that one and that they were all a reach, but that was a stretch. That was a stretch. <laughs> oh, I'm strong. Remember that too? Yes, I do. That was that. That was a stretch. What are you talking about? Stop it, guys. What are y'all talking Stop about? Stop it. Stop. This is okay. We was okay. I gotta be sad we ended the show. Uh huh, but, but get it off. Why this bitch gonna say, y'all buying chicken sandwich? I brought stock and pop. <laughs> get like me. Oh my God. What is this? A fucking 90s rap video? Who I are was, you? Like, Emil? Like, what's, what is this? What's and going I never on? debate people on Instagram, but oh I was like, gosh. this is this is dumb. This makes this makes no sense. First of all, people have different access to things. People want if just because I wanted a chicken sandwich, that means I should have been thinking about Popeye stock. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? And then if everyone mm-hmm. who bought a chicken sandwich mm-hmm. bought stock. <laughs> She's what point, did it make that she's pointing stuff? at me, guys? Because <laughs> I gotta let you know, this is how frustrated she made me. But if all of us, uh-huh. all of us brought Popeye stock, right. everyone who was on the live for chicken yes, sandwich, tell it. When that stock become obsolete, it wouldn't fucking work. That's matter. Why I, I stick to sandwich. If we all beans. own it, <laughs> who's gonna buy it? All these niggers own it. Yeah. Is it gonna be what the? I shut up. Know. I don't know. People are dumb. Yeah. 
it's weird, but y'all like debate chicken sandwiches. I liked it. I liked hearing. Is there an election happening right now? This second. Um. Well, it's two fifty a.m. here, so whatever polls are opening tomorrow morning are closed right now. So I'm just saying. Mm. What are we voting for right now while we buying this chicken sandwich? I think we're supposed to be debating <laughs> which one of the twenty thousand uh, Democratic nominees we should fuck with. You know, there's an independent um, Indigenous candidate running. Oh, right. yeah, yo, there is. I'll look into that. Mm-hmm. And um, the Amazon's still on fire. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yo, but, okay, back to Afro Punk. Oh my god, we have to do this. Oh, we have to do it. So we're the, we're watching Danny Brown because we love Danny uh-huh. Brown. We're getting our lives. He was a gentleman now, by the way. He got his two fixed. He got, he got a short fixed. haircut, he's and now a, a denim outfit. He was wearing a denim set. <laughs> his tongue seemed shorter. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, Danny he Brown? just seemed a little bit more reserved. Yeah, but maybe he was doing the same mosh pit thing I was doing. One minute in, one minute out. <laughs> one minute in, one minute out. You know, you gotta live. I agree. You can't die on stage. I agree. But it was it was great nonetheless. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. So there was this um young boy, me and Jake in our lives, mm-hmm. and I heard him. He's like, I'm having fun, but the Amazon is on fire right now. How do I do this right now? This little, this young black boy. It was so cute. Oh my so God. I tapped Jay, and I was like, look, he's like destroyed because the Amazon like, we're not doing he's this. Fun. Jay was like, you're allowed to have <laughs> You're allowed to have fun, yo. Shut up, yo. You're allowed to have fun. Shut the fuck up. Oh. His friend was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he was agonizing about that yeah, the whole fucking day. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's what I said to him. I was like, You going to Brazil? <laughs> like, are we going? Like, I'll go with you. <laughs> you got the shit figured out. I will go with you, son. Oh, God. All right. That boy was you're so not. destroyed. He was. He was. He was. But we made him feel better. We did. He we did. did. Cause you're not going to Brazil. I'm not going to Brazil. But yeah, yo, let's let's talk about it. Let's organize. Let's yeah. see what we can do. Mm-hmm. Let us know what uh, we should be doing. Word. In between eating chicken sandwiches. Because we can, do, we can do both. We can. You're multifaceted people. Yeah. I don't get... Okay, okay. All right. One All right. last this thing. One last it. thing. This is it. We say black people are so dope and we could do so much shit. But we always forget that we can multitask. <laughs> 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 we can do so much shit. Like, right. we did shit. We invented this. We did that. Uh-huh. We be doing this. Wait. We be making something out of nothing. We be doing... But George we- Washington Carver, because y'all love this peanut man. George Washington Carver found mad shit for the peanut to do. Mad shit. At the same damn time. At the same damn time. Multitask. You only live one life. Multitask. Did all of that, yo. Peanut could do mad shit. Multitasking. Okay. All right. All right. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Janicia with production support from a black person named Emeka. Tears Queen and Jay, we turn up responsibly. Ow. I'ma blow it out now, now. Motherfucker later, later. Fucker caught me a man, man. Driving ain't crusty gators. Car with a TV in it, in it. Mate and a butler too. So what nigga this shit ready? Right now it's gon' have the dough. And I'm gonna take it all with me. What I'm gon' bitch is gon' tell. Who cares when the kids get grown? Better figure out what they gon' do. Cause right now nigga I got it. Nigga, what about you? Broke ass niggas worth nothing. I can buy y'all in two. Cause a long time ago, nigga. Nigga, I was just like you, nigga. Cause we ain't about the past, nigga. It's about right now, my dude. My dude. Cause normally I be broke, but right now I got cash. Nah, nigga, I'm lying. I'm lying. You know that I be front and got that income tax swag. That income tax swag.